Welcome back to the Adder Girl Podcast. How are you doing today? Are you guys struggling? We're coming up on two years of a global pandemic. And it got me thinking about what we've done in the last two years over this global pandemic and what Jack and I have done in order to really change our lives. And I kind of wanted to get on and tell a little bit about something that Jack and I have really been focusing on over the last two and a half years, right before the global pandemic, and tell a little bit more about our stories and tell you why we got here. And it really relates to a story that we had heard prior to moving to where we live now. So The reason why I'm telling you this is because a lot of times we talk about goal setting. We talk about goal achievement, about going out and getting what you want, about not letting the one life that you have pass by and let it slip away without going for what you really want. And whether that's living in a job that makes you unhappy or a life that is unfulfilled or whatever it is. And that's something that I do really believe. But if you know me now, if you see me now and you look at me and you go, wow, you know, Forbes contributor, owner of her own business has helped thousands of people, been responsible for $10 million in salary increases over the last three years, 40 at current standing, nearly 44,000 followers on TikTok, over 10,000 followers on LinkedIn. I've got an email list of thousands and all of this other stuff. It's exciting. It is exciting, all of these things that I've accomplished, but this is not something that I've accomplished overnight. On my personal journey, I've lost nearly 90 pounds. I've cleared up my skin. Three years ago, I had absolutely awful cystic acne that if you look at any of my wedding photos, you can see through the makeup. I was at my heaviest weight at my wedding only three and a half years ago. I did a lot of internal healing. I don't wake up every single day and throw up every single morning. I don't have four hour long panic attacks from 3.34 o'clock in the morning until I wake up and decide to start the day strung out from the panic attacks and the anxiety. I don't lay awake at night with insomnia and depression. So I've come a long way, but it got to the point, and it was only three years ago, where I knew I needed to make a change. But I am not the type of person where I can change everything all at once and say, okay, that's it. I quit eating junk food or that's it. I you know, quit being miserable and I'm just going to live a happy life now because that's just unsustainable for me, right? And for a lot of people, it's really hard just to quit bad habits called turkey or just tell yourself, all right, well, that's it. We're going to be happy now. We're not going to be depressed and anxious and panicky and life is just going to be great now. So how did I get here? How did I get to the point where I'm waking up every day excited? where I can pull 12-hour days and still be energized, where I've lost weight and I feel a lot more comfortable and confident in my skin, where I can show up for my clients, where I can show up on videos and speak to large groups of people and speak to thousands and thousands of people on social media confidently and help people. And I get messages all day long. 
I share them with my marketing team all day long about how I've helped people change their lives. And if you told me just three years ago that this is what my life would be, I would have laughed in your face. Because how could I, someone who spends most of their day in a panic attack and anxiety, believing that they're worthless, ever help anyone? So I'm going to let you in today on my little secret. So my little secret is the fact that we made some radical changes in our life, but they didn't happen all at once in one day. We moved to the middle of nowhere. And I think you guys have heard this story before if you've listened to me for a while, but we moved to the middle of nowhere. We bought a three-bedroom house or we started renting and we actually bought it finally this year. So we rented to own this house in a town of only 500 people. For us to go shopping, grocery shopping, get food or anything like that, we have to drive 25 minutes to the closest town. That means that we don't have any Ubers. We don't have any Uber delivery, Uber Eats. What are the kids calling it these days? I don't know because we don't have it. We don't even have pizza delivery. So we moved here in October of 2019, prior to the pandemic hitting. And we purposely quarantined ourselves prior to even knowing that the COVID was even going to happen. And so this was this was a radical change for us. Prior to this, we were living in South Florida, even after I quit my job as the breadwinner. We were working long hours, dealing with panic attacks and anxiety. Jack was working full-time and working a part-time job after he came back from work. And we were still picking up every single meal out of the home, spending hundreds and hundreds on food. We were existing. We were doing whatever we could in order to exist to the next day just to make it through. We were paying an astronomical amount of money for a one-bedroom loft apartment. And it was a loft apartment, aka we didn't have any doors to shut except for bathroom doors. So I was trying to run a business and live in this apartment. It was extremely noisy. There was construction going on outside. It was exhausting. It was exhausting, all the noise pollution. And so when we took a trip to Nashville for our anniversary, and we found this house in the middle of nowhere, Talk about gut instinct. There's just something screaming in both Jack and I's head and our heart, our gut that said, this is the right move. If we want to ever make this business work for us, we need to make a radical decision and do something different. So it first kickstarted with a radical decision to make something different of our lives. We knew that we didn't want to keep living this way, eating unhealthy foods, not paying attention to our bodies, feeling awful, just miserable. And so we sold half of our belongings. We packed up a U-Haul truck and we moved to the middle of nowhere. And we thought all of our problems would be solved. (laughs) Funny how, if you listen to last week's episode with Rebecca, how the little bellman came and started bringing all of those things with us, right? The panic, the anxiety, the depression, it followed us followed me. And I was still feeling that stress. I was still me just in a different location. Things were a little bit easier. I was in a bigger house for less money. The One of the reasons, the biggest reasons that we moved is because we needed more space. We were running a business. I could just cry thinking about it. Jack and I were trying to run this business. He was running his part-time side hustle. 
I was running my business on a folding table in our living room. We had two laptops set up on this folding table. We got this three-bedroom house. It was on slightly less than an acre, completely quiet, no noise pollution. I can see the stars at night. It was great. It was so great to be able to move away from the commotion and settle and settle into a routine of now we have to start cooking our meals. There's no delivery. It was a definite culture shock. Whew. There's no, ah, let's just phone it in. Let's just get delivery. Our phoning it in was peanut butter and jellies and SpaghettiOs. or just not eating. So we decided that we needed a change. Obviously, we couldn't keep living the way that we were living. And now we physically couldn't keep living the way that we were living because we didn't have the crutches that we had in South Florida. We didn't have a Pollo Tropical. We didn't have a McDonald's. We didn't have a Burger King. We didn't have an Arby's right around the corner. We had to make a change. And we wanted to make a change. And so we started making changes. And I want to get into those and how you can make a change even without having to make the drastic move to another state. But let me take a break and we'll come right back. If you're starting to feel like it's time to make a change in your career, I'm glad that you're listening. When it comes to landing your dream job at a company that you're aligned with and where you can make an impact, it can be overwhelming if you don't have a plan in place. If your strategy is to dust off that old resume and hit the job boards, did you know that you only have a 2% chance of landing an interview? The traditional hiring process of applying via job boards is a broken process and leaves job seekers feeling frustrated, rejected, anxious, and with feelings of low self-worth and imposter syndrome, which is no way to start the next chapter of your career. At Optimize Career Solutions, we want you to land your dream job by giving you the branding that sets you apart as an industry leader or professional you are, and the strategies that give you control and confidence in your search, and gets you directly connected to those who can actually help or hire you at companies you're excited to work with. Book your free consultation with myself or my husband, Jack, at schedule.optimizecareersolutions.com so that we can dive deeper into your career goals and show you how we can support you in achieving them without the frustration and rejection that most job seekers feel. We have multiple levels of support depending on your needs. Whether you're a DIYer or someone who loves to have weekly accountability, we got you covered. The first step to the next level in your career is just a couple clicks away. Book your free consultation with us now at schedule.optimizecareersolutions.com. Welcome back. So now we were living in this house in the middle of nowhere. We have no way to really lean on the crutches that we were used to delivery, going to pick up food real quick, going to get that Cubano coffee. Oof. I could just cry. We don't even have a Starbucks within an hour of our house. So now we're making our own coffee. Oof. So we knew that we had to make a change. I didn't like living like this. I did not like having anxiety. As I was ramping up my coaching, I was still having the anxiety. Before every Zoom call, I was getting nauseous and throwing up before every Zoom meeting with a client. I knew I had to make a change. And I knew that I had pulled the last extreme card out of my pocket. I had just moved to the middle of nowhere. If that wasn't going to fix things, what now? I'm in the middle of nowhere. And I had done this multiple times throughout my life, right? Like I looked back on my on my life and I had almost made a joke, right? My husband, Jack, had only really moved three times in his life. Once when he was a little baby to Florida, once when he moved in with me and then this big move. I had moved a total of 16 times in my life. So moving was not that big a deal. But the funny thing is that every time that I had moved, my baggage kept coming with me. 
I couldn't leave that stuff behind. So the four hour long panic attacks every morning that came with me. I didn't leave that in Florida. The anxiety kept coming with me, the, the throwing up every morning, the depression, and I knew I needed to make a change. I didn't feel good in my body. I was at my highest weight. I didn't like it. And so when Jack and I were traveling up here to Tennessee, we, we put a plan in place because we had to do this in a couple of different trips. We put a plan in place. Hey, we're in the middle of nowhere. Why not spend the time working on ourselves? Don't we deserve this? Don't, doesn't our marriage deserve this? We're newly married. We're still young. So how are we going to do this in a way that's sustainable, that makes us feel good, and where we're not going to quit? And so there is this story about the power of tiny gains, and it's discussed in a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's about Team Sky, which is Great Britain's national cycling team. So they were, I want to tell you the story because it's really powerful. They were historically poor or average at best with only one gold medal in the last 100 years. No Tour de France wins. And they ended up deciding to hire a new coach and his name was Dave Brailsford. While the leadership was interviewing Dave, they asked him what his plan was to get the team better. And his plan was one of micro improvements. He called it the aggregation of marginal gains. And he ended up getting the job. Micro improvements are basically the 1% improvement in everything we do. This is what Jack and I have been doing. The team went on to make improvements on equipment, making tires lighter, seats more comfortable. They began implementing the latest technology to provide information regarding the athletes' bodies. They began teaching the athletes things like non-cycling and training, such as best pillows for optimal sleep, teaching them how to wash their hands properly to avoid disease. The coach thought that if they did this long enough, maybe they could win the Tour de France in about five years, but he was wrong. They did it in three. And then they repeated this, the, the micro gains with a different rider the year after. And they won again two years later for three wins in four years. The reason why I want to tell you this is that that really stuck with Jack and I, because the little things really add up. It goes on to say that if you practice the idea of being 1% better every single day, at the end of 365 days, you will be 37% better than you are today. 37% better. It's more than a third better. Say you want to take a break and you only want to be 1% better five days a week. If you actively try to be 1% better in different areas of your life for five days a week, at the end of a year, you'd be 10% better than the version of who you are today. For some reason, that's stuck with Jack and I in a really profound way because maybe I can't tackle losing 90 pounds today but I can tackle being just 1% better today than I was yesterday. Just 1%. That's it. Because everything compounds. Everything compounds. And what's so great about only trying to be 1% better every single day is that it's easily achievable. I'm just going to drink 1% more water today. 
I'm going to just try and get 1% more sleep today. I'm just going to meditate a little bit longer today. Or I'm just going to not beat myself up just 1% more today. I'm going to try and love myself 1% more today. I'm going to try and love my family 1% more today. This is so profound for Jack and I. And we started implementing the 1% in so many areas of our life. And what was so great is that when we failed, when we got frustrated, when things didn't really go our way, we gave ourselves grace. Hey, it's okay. How can you be 1% better tomorrow? It took the pressure off. And when I look back on the last two, two and a half years of us being 1% better, every day didn't seem that hard. It was just me being me and trying to just be a little bit better, trying to be a little bit kinder, a little bit kinder to myself, just a little bit better. But it really added up. I'm a completely different person than I was two and a half years ago when I moved here. I'm a kinder person. I'm a smarter person. I'm a healthier person. I'm way more well-rounded. I'm a more successful person. I've helped more people. And so the reason why I wanted to tell you this is because I even have a sign in my office. It says, focus on being 1% better every day. It's a reminder. It's a reminder for myself that I might not be where I want to be. But that's okay because who I am today is not who I was three years ago. It's not who I'm going to be tomorrow. It's not who I'm going to be a year from now or three years from now or 10 years from now. But all I need to worry about today is how I can be just a little bit better than I was yesterday. And so I ask you if you are in the middle of fighting some battles, accomplishing some goals, or just trying to make it through the day, give yourself some grace. How can you be just 1% better today? And this can be in all areas of your life. How can you be a better wife, mother, friend, family member, coworker, employee, leader? How can you be a better friend to yourself? And that's all you need to worry about. Because when you look back in a year from now, you'll be shocked at how far you've come. I hope that you guys have an amazing day today. As always, this episode has been a broadcast of the Girls Girls Media Company. We have podcasts for you almost every day of the week. We have Glow Girl, which is back on Mondays. We have Her Royal Highness. We have Atta Girl, our flagship Girls Girls podcast. And we have Financial Fridays with Stock Daddy. Make sure to check out and subscribe to all of our podcasts. And as always, have a beautiful day and make today a great one and have a wonderful week. I will see you next week.